Looking to better balance your life and weight? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Shred Life Podcast, providing you the guidance and tools to become a new version of yourself with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. Hello, Shredders. Hey, everybody. Happy Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Easter just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Long weekend. Long weekend. Four days. I don't know if it's four days for everybody, but the schools sure sure (laughs) take their four days. Yes, they do. Yeah. So hope you had a great weekend. And what we wanted to do today was just chat about the post-holiday mood, the post-holiday feelings, the fatigue, the low energy, the frustrations that you may feel. Um, as well as chat about the opportunity that you may have to feel fantastic right now, post-holiday. Mm-hmm. All depends on the choices you made this weekend. Mm-hmm. And the choices you made this weekend certainly don't define what you can do now, but it feels like that. And if you made the wrong choices, it certainly feels like that's who you are, and <laughs> you start to wallow in that story. And if you made the right choices and had a fantastic weekend and feeling good about your, you know, the food choices and your, your you know, if you got your workout in or whatever you did this weekend... Um, then you're feeling on top of the world like you can push forward. Either way, what we want to do on this episode is help you wipe the slate clean so that you can just move forward with a very positive, happy, realistic approach to what you actually can do, despite the choices you may have made this weekend, good or bad. And I would like to wipe this table clean. How did we have a setup like this? Our kids... Easter candy and chocolates and eggs <laughs> all over are all over table. the table yeah. that we are podcasting from. And I'm just thinking, what a great topic for somebody who is surrounded by so much temptation. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's a problem. What I'm going to do real quick is I'm going to take a picture of us podcasting. <laughs> so if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow The Shred Life on Instagram and get there via our website, theshredlife.com, and take a look at the photo. There's Biff. All right, I just took a picture there, and you'll be able to go to our social media and get to take a take a look at that. Take a couple <laughs> it's of just that. ridiculous. <laughs> so we are going to chat today about <laughs> the um, horrible events that can happen over a holiday weekend, and how you overcome them, and then how you can make your next holiday not so horrible. So, how was your weekend, Laura? Mine was pretty good. I feel like with the holidays. There are two things to take into consideration. One is the food aspect of it all, and two is the family aspect of it all. So it's, you know, seeing the people you haven't seen in a really long time, yeah. and but also just how, how much people love to bring to all of these meals and how huge the meals get, um, and, and especially if you have several in a weekend. So we had two. We had, well, actually, we almost had three. <laughs> almost had, we almost had three. I, I don't know that the, the middle one was classified as Easter specific, but it was definitely, right. yeah. we had three big meals. No, we had a, we had a brunch with some friends. We oh, had, I wasn't even thinking of it. So oh, four. So we had four. There was four. So, so on, on Friday, we had some brunch with some friends, and then we had Laura's family dinner on Friday evening at her mom's house. And then I don't know what number three is. Was the restaurant with visiting? Oh right, yeah, we had we had some family and uh, visiting, and so we went out for dinner on Saturday night, and then Sunday we had our big Easter dinner with your family, with my family, yeah, which we 
um, Laura and I catered <laughs> because we had, um, there's this great uh, grocery store nearby, Farm Boy, and it's all fresh, local type food, grocery store, everything sourced locally. You should check and see if you have one near you. If you're yeah. in Ontario. If you're in Ontario, you'll have a Farm Boy near really you You should really check, now. yeah. Um, but anyway, they cater Easter dinner. So you just order a dinner for four to six people. And so we order two of those. And it comes with your turkey, your sides, everything ready. And it is so, so good. It's anyway, incredible. But it's all healthy, organic, and local stuff, which is really nice. And so our Sunday um, Easter dinner wasn't that bad. Um, yeah. But what I thought we could chat about, um, because I, I also had a good weekend, despite all of those things lining up, mm-hmm. I allowed myself to enjoy the time with people, the relationships, the food, and the feelings that come with all of that. I actually enjoyed my way through all of it and didn't have too rough of a time. Um, and actually stepping on the scale, I've actually down weight, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. Over an Easter weekend. Yeah. Um, which is not easy to do. And no. that's not the majority of people. Well, and <laughs> because be real. so many holiday meals are our favorites. Yeah. Right? So the the big meals and feasts that we dream of are the ones with the turkey and the yeah. cranberry and the potatoes and the veggies and oh and the desserts. Well, this is so let me just stop you there because you're drooling. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> it's getting close. Um, and that's what I want to talk about is number one. Holidays bring up a feeling of scarcity. It's such a false feeling of scarcity, yeah. but they bring up this scarcity feeling. And the scarcity feeling that you get is, oh, it's it's Easter. You know, I'm not going to have turkey again until Thanksgiving. Well, I love the turkey. Saying. I love the potatoes. I love my mom's stuffing. I love this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, oh, and oh, yeah. And then they bring up the apple pie. I mean, I only have apple pie at Easter. Like, well, I'm just going to do it. I only get this holiday right. once a year. Yeah. Oh my gosh, another you, 365 days until we get to do this again, uh, and I'm in complete panic mode. Yeah, and so when you're in panic mode and there's scarcity, it's like if you didn't think that you would have money for the next month, and I locked you in a room with dollar bills everywhere, how many of those would you grab? Mm-hmm. You would just grab, and, and maybe you don't need them all, but you're just going to grab, and you're going to grab, and you're going to grab, because your fear is you're not going to have money again for a month, access to money. So... When you get into that holiday dinner, a couple of things happen. One, you have a scarcity feeling. And the scarcity feeling pushes you to overeat, to overdesire the food. Because the desire is actually not that strong for that food. Because believe it or not, whether, you, whether you've tried this or not, you can get turkey any day of the year. <laughs> you can get a whole turkey. I don't you can think cook this it. is common knowledge, you though. You can get potatoes <laughs> and you can mash them any time. Yeah. You can make stuffing. We've done it. I remember when we uh, years ago when we first uh, we had our first house together. And we just made a holiday meal in like the middle of the summer or something. Yeah. It was like turkey was and a little bit of stuffing, right? It was just one of those small like Cornish hen turkeys or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was fantastic. But you don't have to do this only on the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. But people get that feeling. So you have scarcity. And when you have scarcity, you become uncomfortable. And when you become uncomfortable, discomfort is happening in the body, you source comfort. And that will come from the food. Mm-hmm. And so the scarcity will actually force you to eat more. <clears throat> you will actually start to over-desire food. Because guess what? You actually don't desire the food that much, but scarcity will make you over-desire that food. And so you need to be aware of that. So the first tip I can give you to avoid this in the future is to eliminate the scarcity feeling. Go into any dinner. Go into any restaurant. We do this too when we go to our, you know, certain restaurants or anything like that or our favorite place. Someone's like, oh, your favorite restaurant. We're going to go there for your birthday. And you get there and you're like, I'm going to order the appetizer. Here's a deal breaker right there. 
The second you're like, I'm, I'm going to start with a... Meal. Yeah, with a meal. <laughs> and then for my meal, I'm going to get another meal. Yeah. And then for my dessert, I thought about a third meal, right? It's pretty much a third yeah. meal. Yeah. So when you get to your favorite restaurant, it's the same thing. Scarcity. You're like, I feel good right now, and I'm with all my friends, and it's my time, and I deserve this. And you get into this false sense of you know, what you deserve, and the scarcity comes in. Same with the holidays. So you need to go into these things knowing this is not your last meal. This is not the last time you'll be at this restaurant. This is not the last time you're going to eat this type of food. Just enjoy it, mm-hmm. right? So you got to get rid of the scarcity thing. Now, the other four things that come up with holidays specifically is the four areas of discomfort. And unfortunately, on holidays, if you pile scarcity on these four topics, it can become a really difficult time for you to not desire food. And the four topics, we'll go through them each, are people, relationships, food, and feelings. Mm-hmm. Those are the four things that will get you in trouble every time. So let's start with the people. People are there that you probably don't see as often as every day, right? This isn't your husband or your wife or your kids who are at the Easter table. These are other people. And so you see these people and the next one pops up, the relationships. So going into it first, you think of the person and what does that bring up for you? What does bringing your sister or your brother or your parents or your stepdad or your stepmom or your aunts or your uncles or whoever it's going to be or your cousins or the friend that you don't like or whatever. When you're thinking about seeing that person, what feelings does that bring up? Well, I'm thinking of just about every single holiday Hollywood movie and I'm thinking stress, anxiety. There's been no (laughs) like box office winner over a great holiday meal. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You got to think of like who Aunt Betty typically is and... Right. Who, who's your characters in your film? What, your it's, holiday what movie? it's like, you know, if, if you, maybe you're hosting it for the first time and right. it was a very difficult thing for another family member to let go of. And yep. so you've got a few cooks in the kitchen and it you should only many. be yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, it can be a really, really stressful time for a lot of people. Well, that's the next one that you jump into because you first start thinking about the people and that already creates a desire for comfort when you get there. So you have all this built up and you're driving there, for instance, and you get there and you walk in the door and you see those people. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to grab like whatever's out. If there's like a cheese tray out or if there's Mm -hmm. like appetizers or if there's like a glass of wine, you're going to grab something because you immediately, and think about this, whenever you go to like a work function or something like that, the first thing you do is grab a drink or grab a piece of food and hold it in the little napkin that they give you when you have to walk around at a cocktail party, (laughs) right? But you hold it there because you think that that's going to bring you comfort right away. And that's actually going to make you throughout the night more uncomfortable at some point mm-hmm. because that's coming. So it's the people first. And then you get there and then there's the relations and the relationships that happen between those people. So you've already built up in your mind it's going to be awkward to see Aunt Betty or, you know, this person's going to get so loud. You know it every time or they, this person's going to be they yelling. They drink all the time yeah. and, you know, there's that family member who always drinks too much and says things that they shouldn't. and Right. So you've set that up for yourself and you walk in. And you already grab something to eat to, to find comfort. And then the relationship portion of the discomfort happens, which is actually interacting with these people or not interacting, which can be worse. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? So when you're sitting in the corner and you're like, oh, I'm just going to try to watch the game or I'm going to, you know, pretend I'm on my phone. I'm going to scroll through my Instagram feed 30 times because if I just keep moving my thumb up and down, people won't talk to me. Mm-hmm. And so you grab your device and things like that. So after you can get over the relationship part, which is going to be there all night, then comes the food. 
And this is where you get that scarcity effect of, oh, that turkey only comes once a year or the stuffing only comes or, you know, I only have this pie at Easter and that should be fine for me. And so that's going to bring up more discomfort for you, which is going to push you to crave comfort. And Mm -hmm. where do you crave comfort? And the thing that makes you more uncomfortable is the scarcity of food, right? Mm -hmm. And so you keep piling that on. And then, of course, number four is your feelings. And your feelings are things that will come up when you overeat. So when you start diving into food for comfort and you start overeating, they haven't even served dinner yet and you're already feeling full from the drinks and the appetizers or whatever you've started to munch on, you already feel full. And that full feeling, I don't, I don't understand why I've experienced it, but that full feeling will give you so much discomfort, believe it or not, this is how screwed up we can be, so much discomfort that you'll seek comfort in food yes. from your full feeling. Have, if you've ever been to a buffet you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You go up and you get food and you eat it and you get so uncomfortable with your first plate and you're like, I know it will solve that. I'll go to the fried section. That'll be much mm-hmm. better. And then you eat that and you feel like crap and you're like, you know what? I know it will solve that. I'm going to go get some of the grilled meat right now and you go and get that and then, you know what? Oh my God, I'm never coming here again. But first, dessert. <laughs> but first. <laughs> but first. Dessert. Let me get a hold of that cheesecake. Well, and even for women, it's the, you know, you're wearing something really nice. Maybe it's a bit tighter or more fitted. And then you yeah. get a glimpse of yourself in the mirror. You totally feel deflated. And you're like, I'm so bloated. Yeah. I shouldn't have worn this. And then you're just like, oh, I'm going to go have another drink. I or put, I'm going to go try the shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're so uncomfortable with yourself that you think, if I eat more, maybe I'll feel better about myself. Yeah. Never going to happen. It's so illogical when you can sit here and talk about it like this. And you're like, why do we do this? But in the moment, man, you're right into it. Yeah. And there's no looking back. Like purposely at both of our, our, actually all of our events, because one of them I wore the same thing. Like we went for lunch and then we had a dinner and we went from one to the other. I purposely wore like skinnier jeans Mm -hmm. and tighter fitting clothes because it was a constant reminder to myself, not of how tight things are, but that... I don't have room to just have fun mm-hmm. and to like, I got goals right now and I'm trying to push to them. And while it may seem uncomfortable and you're right, if I looked in the mirror at the wrong moment, I could have easily been like, I look like crap. I'm just going to have some cake. Like, it's well, over. And like you just said, I, I don't have room to have fun, but we also need to remind ourselves when we're in that space that achieving your goal is a ton of fun well, and, it's, it. and it's going to be so much more fun than this moment right now where you get to eat four cookies and then you see your husband walk away and so you eat three more yeah. and then <laughs> you and then you, you look up to see if anybody's <laughs> looking and still nobody and you're like, jackpot, I'll you have two more. Go for it, yeah. Not talking from experience, I'm just At saying. All. No. At all. I'm just You've saying. never been caught doing that. This was not a Friday moment for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean, we had like... They were I, small cookies. Yeah, but I have... <laughs> I've had trouble with motivation in the last little while. And we all know from listening to ourselves, <laughs> listening to this, <laughs> is that motivation is garbage. Motivation doesn't exist. Yeah. Motivation is an excuse in reality. Yeah. Because when we lose the will or the determination to do something, we blame it on motivation. We're like, oh, motivation left. Like, I, I don't know where it went. It's gone. Yeah. So I'm just going to eat right now because I don't feel motivated. You cannot rely on willpower to achieve your goals. You no. have to actually do the work. Yeah get inside of all of it and not rely on anything except for your strength and your eye on the prize. And I mean, I've had trouble. I've blamed motivation for a long time in getting consistently on track because 
I tell you what, the key to anything in life is consistency. And if you want to lose weight and you want to do a little bit of effort every day, you're going to lose weight. But if you're not consistent, like you could give all of your effort for two weeks and then you could screw that up in three or four days and put that Mm -hmm. weight back on. It's not about giving 100% all the time and ragging yourself out and, and running yourself ragged through all of this, right? It's about consistency. Find something that's sustainable, something, mm-hmm. a way you can live forever and then you won't have a problem. And that's kind of where, I've, where I'm at now. But I mean, I have motivation right now, but I'm feeling good about things because I got through my weekend, which is great. But when you don't do that, when you're sitting there, like the majority of our listeners would be now saying Easter weekend was a bust. I just did everything that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I wallowed in the scarcity effect. I ate way too much thinking about the people. The relationships were horrible, so I ate more. And then the food was just fantastic, so I wanted more of it. And, and then I started the, to feel like crap. Yeah, and you did the cookie in the corner thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And if people only see me eat one cookie, even though I ate 10, but they just see me with different parts of that cookie throughout the night, exactly. then I just had one cookie. Yeah. And it's fine. If you're sitting there with that, it's as simple as letting that all go. Nothing you can do at this moment, nothing you can do right now can change what has happened. And the only pain that you're feeling right now is the pain of thinking about what you did, thinking about your mistakes, worrying about it, regretting it, living in the past. So if you're sitting here not feeling like you had a fantastic weekend, then I want you just to take a deep breath, inhale, and then exhale all of it out and just let it go because it won't serve you. And you have to know that what you've done is done. It can be corrected very easily. And worry and thought and fear and frustration and stress about it will not fix it. One thing that can fix it, massive action plan, a map. We always talk about it. Just think of a map right now that you can do. One small step that will deliver you towards freedom of those feelings. So if that's going for a walk, go for a walk. Even if you have a bad meal, go for a walk. And some people are like, a walk's not going to erase that. No, but it's a start. Mm -hmm. It's a start and it will take care of something for you. And more than not, it will actually release some hormones. There's a chemical balance that will come out, right? Your serotonin will go up and you'll feel better instantly just with a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you have to exercise and you have to sweat your butt off. I'm saying you just have to do something to release some serotonin and you feel much better about yourself and that will help you make a plan for this week to get it back, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the end. One weekend doesn't affect the next six months of your life. No, it does not. It's like they say the two weeks between Christmas and New Year's doesn't affect the next 50. Mm -hmm. Like 50 weeks of a year. If really only two of those weeks, Christmas and New Year's, you were an absolute disaster of food and what you chose and enjoyed yourself, you'd be in the best shape of your life if the other 50 weeks you were perfect. You'd still be killing it. So don't blame holidays. The holidays aren't what make you or break you. Mm -hmm. It's the time between holidays that make you or break you. And if you really want to enjoy your holidays, start working now because the next holiday is coming. And if you can put the effort in and be consistent between your holidays, then I guarantee your holidays aren't going to matter and you can stop worrying about them because one, you're not going to want to make bad decisions when you're feeling so good about your progress thus far. And two, one bad meal isn't going to really make a difference for you unless that one bad meal turns into two, turns into three, turns into a week, turns into a year. Right. That's where you get the problem. Right. So I want to make sure people are feeling good. They're feeling capable. They're feeling that 
no matter what happened over a holiday weekend, they can still do those things they wanted to do. They can still hit those goals they wanted to hit. But it starts right now. Whenever you're listening to this, whenever this is sinking in, whenever this is hitting you, the time is now. You all waited for a sign. Here it is. Go ahead and do it. Don't wait. Don't think about the past. Just move forward with the future. This is the sign you were looking for. This is it. (laughs) Here it is. The shred life. There's the sign. And that's it. Um, So I hope you guys had a great weekend and not too good of a weekend. I hope you're not wallowing in your weekend. And I hope that you can take this time to really see if you did have a bad weekend, what, what does that deliver to you? What feelings, what, what vibrations in the body, what, what, what exactly is happening from that weekend? What's your result? And then you just have to backtrack it and say, okay, what result do I want after a weekend? I want to feel good. I want to feel energy. Okay. What actions do I need to take? Mm -hmm. What feelings do I need to feel to take those actions? And what thoughts do I need to think to have those feelings so I can take those actions so I can get that result? Mm -hmm. And that, my friends, is the model. Model. (laughs) It will come up in your life every time and it can solve any problem. But that's exactly what we've just talked about this whole time, right? And we just said it in different words and in different ways. But everything is always the models working. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts create your feelings. Your feelings create your actions and your actions or inactions in some cases, like not working out on the holiday weekend, will create a result. And that result is not always what you desire. But if you can find out what result you do desire, just backtrack your model and figure out what thoughts you need to be thinking about, whatever the circumstances at that point in time. Mm -hmm. All right? So that is it for us. That's episode 12 in the bag. Episode 12. Moving right along. Moving right along. Love it. Yeah. If you guys have any questions, any comments, please get a hold of us. Info at theshredlife.com. That's info at T-H-E shredlife.com. You can always check out our website, follow us on social media, and keep going with whatever your goals are. Have a great week, everybody. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Shred Life Podcast with your hosts, Dave and Laura Moreno. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit theshredlife.com on Instagram at the underscore shred underscore life underscore and facebook.com slash shredmastermindlife. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe and we'll catch you next time on the Shred Life Podcast.